festivals are few and far between these days, and putting one on is never easy, as Jules tells us in this story about the fight for Newport Festival. So the year is 1904. It's Newport, South Wales. Anybody know Newport? Let me tell you the story of Newport, right? Up until the middle of the 19th century, Newport was a marshland. A couple of houses dotted around, nothing happened there. It's on the River Usk where it meets the Severn Estuary. Now, Cardiff and Swansea were bustling, overcrowded ports where all the goods from around the world would arrive and the coal, the steel and the iron would leave. And then they decided to waive the port tax for Newport, so the 20% levy they paid in Cardiff and Swansea wasn't applicable in Newport. And overnight, in the middle of the 19th century, out of the marshland, this city grew. Now, 1904, this young, sparky lad came along who wanted to set up a tin works to supply buckets and baths and other tin products and tin sheeting all over the world. But the only place he could put it was the other side of the River Usk. There was this massive piece of land, but it was the River Usk has got one of the highest tidal ranges in the country. And uh, it's, it's, it's a very difficult river to navigate. If your ship's in the wrong place at the wrong time, it will literally be destroyed. Then they found a French chap who could provide a solution. His name was Ferdinand Arnodin. And he proposed a bridge which would get people across the river but wouldn't interfere with the tall ships that had to go up and down the river. Now imagine this bridge. It was called the Transporter Bridge. It was basically a Meccano set a massive Meccano set which stretched probably 80, 100 feet into the sky. And below this Meccano set, hung on cables, was what they called a gondola. So this gondola would park at one side, people would get on, and it would float across the river to the other side with the men ready for the tin factory to the other side. So this gondola would go from side to side and it wouldn't interfere with the shipping. So the transporter bridge was born. There are only three of these transporter bridges left in the world. And it's a very iconic structure, it's beautiful. It's kind of something out of a fairy tale. So bringing it right up to modern time. 2006, so the transporter bridge was originally opened in 1906. 2006, my friend Mad John approached me one night in the pub because as we know, all the best ideas come from a night in the pub, right? approached me this night in the pub. He said, I've had a brilliant idea. He said, the transporter bridge is 100 years old this year. Newport is quite a downhill place. We need to put on a fabulous music festival, not only to celebrate the transporter bridge's centenary, but also to show the people of Newport the world. We're going to bring in world music, we're going to bring in arts, we're going to bring in crafts and education, and we're going to put on a massive free festival, and we're going to celebrate this iconic structure, but at the same time, give the people of Newport a fantastic party. So we started planning this, and my initial job was, was basically sponsorship. I had to start raising the funds. So I started trawling all the big businesses, like there was Uskmouth Power Station, which runs a lot of renewable energy resources. And I saw on their website that their, their, their key area of concern was the community. So I approached Usmouth Power and I said, right, 
We're going to put you a massive marquee in the middle of this festival, which we're expecting a 30,000 footfall over the course of the weekend. We're going to call it the Usmouth Power Community Tent, and we're going to put all sorts of activities in there uh, appropriate to your business, and you can bring your executives in, you can bring your clients in, and, and, and it's a space for you, and, and by the way, write me a cheque for £10,000. And they did. And we did this over and over again. And we raised £70,000 from local businesses, branding tents and branding areas which suited their particular corporate genre. And the rest came from the Welsh Government. So we planned this hard. We had three major, uh, major music stages in there. We had a huge fun fair, a big craft area. Um, on the Saturday night, it was due for Ronnie Size and Mr Scruff to do a massive DJ set whilst the whole of the transporter bridge was rigged with fireworks. So we got Ronnie Size and Mr Scruff and the whole fireworks are going off and everybody's partying. That was the plan. So the week prior to the festival, everything was set up. All the stallholders, everybody paid their money, everything was ready to go for this massive free festival. The week prior, we went to the fire service. We went to the ambulance service. We went to the police and said, are you happy with all the things we put in place to make everything safe and sound? They were happy. They signed it off. We could go ahead. So we were, we were excited. We were really excited. It was this massive site. It was all set up. We had the Ferris wheel. Everything was ready to go. The Saturday morning, we were due to open at midday to let the crowds of people in. 1130 as, as the queues began to form, a bloke from the fire service approached me because by this point, my role was site manager. So I'd, I'd, I'd done all the, all the infrastructure on the site. A bloke from the fire service approached me with a policeman and said, we don't want this festival to go ahead. We think because this is Newport and it's a free festival and you've got alcohol on site, there are going to be riots. So we're closing you down. <laughs> you can imagine what I said to him. There are, there are youngsters in the room. They then handed us a three-page list of new safety requirements that we had to conform with before we could open this free festival. Now, in their head, this list was so extensive that there's no way we would accomplish it, so there's no way this festival would open and, and they would go home and their careers would be safe. What are these requirements, right? Now imagine this site, it's a big field. There's a private road down one side, which they'd made us fence off with a thousand meters of Harris fencing in case any children ran out onto the empty road, right? But the other side of the site was a reen, which is basically a, 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 a dried up ditch with a little bit of mud in the bottom. They said, we're terrified. We're terrified that children will fall into the reen and drown in the mud. Honestly, this is the truth, right? They wanted us to move a thousand meters of Harris fencing to fence off the reen so nobody would be harmed. They then said, we had it, you know, like they've got the steel road here? We had a green map running to all the big marquees so that if it rained, the fire engines could get across in case one of them caught fire. They said, we're afraid that people will trip over the roadway. So we want the edges of the roadway painting white. We had 800 meters of roadway and they wanted the edges painting white so nobody would trip over them. We had 
huge areas of Portaloose, which for the night time we had massive floodlights set up, ready to be wound up and to floodlight the Portaloose areas. They said, we think there are going to be issues in the Portaloose because they're badly lit. We want all the floodlights running all day long. So they wanted us to run floodlights all day long. And the list of requirements went on and on and on. So here I was, it was approaching midday, the crowds were gathering at the gates and by this point they were getting quite fractious, they wanted to be let in. And we had this long list of requirements we had to fulfil and I had a team of four people. But also, I had the fairground owners going, why aren't we trading yet? We, we've come here to make money, why aren't we trading yet? I had the stall owners waiting for the customers to come in but nobody was allowed in yet. We had the bar owner who was complaining he wasn't selling enough beer because nobody had been allowed in. And I was stuck with four people to, to, to fill these three pages of requirements. So I got the fairground guys, I got the stall holders, I got the bar owners, they said, right, if you want this festival open, you will help me. And between us, over the next two hours, we ticked off every single requirement on these arseholes lists. By two o'clock, the festival opened and people flooded in. And they had the most amazing time of their life. We had Goldie Looking Chain headlining on the Saturday night, which if anybody knows, Goldie Looking Chain is a Newport band. They're the best parody rap band you've ever seen. And, and to stand behind the stage and see 2,000, 3,000 people jumping up and down and having the best party they'd ever, ever had, because nothing like this had ever happened in Newport before. We had an amazing festival, right? And we had a footfall of about 25,000 people over the course of the weekend. Everybody traded well, everybody did well. And there was one arrest for a scuffle out of 25,000 people. Nobody got injured, nobody got hurt, and the whole party went off well. But the moment I remember the most, after two hours of shouting at people, running up and down matting with, with a pot of paint in my hand, moving Harris fencing, right? I was absolutely exhausted. I thought this festival wasn't gonna go ahead. I'd been eight months working on this thing and I was terrified that this wasn't gonna happen. This was a huge chunk of my life and my energy being consumed by this thing. And I was, until the moment they said, okay, I thought this wasn't gonna happen. So when they finally signed us off and said, right, you can let the crowds in, and we opened the gates and people flooded into the field, my knees went and all the adrenaline just drained out of my body and I collapsed behind this tent. And I rolled myself the biggest joint I have ever rolled and just sat there. I'm like, yeah, we did this. Thanks to Jules, and thanks to you for listening. We hope you can join us next time.